Continue. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey Google. Oh. <laughs> Continue. Shave my head. Some ice dealer. Hello and welcome to Charging Stallion Presents. News. We. Like. <laughs> welcome to the show, Tim's mum. Timmy pointed at you to finish off the name of the show, but I realised maybe you've never listened to this podcast. I have. I have, but a long time ago. And what, at, what did you think? Oh, I was blushing uh, <laughs> for a few things, but um, yeah, it is what it is. And, and uh, I got a few giggles out of a few things as well. I like it. Well, we're very excited to have you on this episode. Very uh, special guest. Yeah. The woman that carried me in her womb for 11 months. Yeah. Still carrying you too. <laughs> it's it's lovely to be here and thanks for the invitation. It's lovely to see you, Cam, and, and be back in Melbourne. I haven't been here for about three years. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's just lovely to be back. Yeah, no, it's awesome having you here. You're here in Melbourne for a few more days, so I'm stoked that I got to have you here at my house for a little bit of that time. I've even given you the best chair in my lounge. That's my gaming chair normally. Yeah, it's I've the grandma gaming. chair. Just the grandma gaming. chair. Just gaming. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing um, sinister has ever happened in that chair, Cam? Oh, oh it's, come it's on. What am I so sitting in? <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Oh. Um, I did have to... I noticed as I was setting this all up for you to come over, I noticed that there was a quite obvious um, buttock print of mine in that chair. <laughs> and I did... I did just wipe it out because that chair is kind of like, what do you call that material? Uh, velour. Yeah. I appreciate it, Cam. Yeah. Thank, you. Thank you. A velour chair sounds very nice, though. It sounds fancy yeah. if you don't include butt cheek print. When That's you say true. It. Yeah. But like butt cheek print from just like pant print, right? Mm. Yeah, oh, I think it was more my body. Like You could tell the shape of the each, oh, yeah. each cheek. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm sorry to... to can, can you remind me to get rid of my butt cheek print when I get up out of this chair <laughs> later yes. on, please? Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Appreciate it. So, Sue, uh, it's awesome to have you on the podcast. What we did is... Um, what I did actually is put on Charging Stallions Instagram stories and on my own Instagram stories saying we're excited Timmy's mum is joining us on the show. If you have any questions at all, submit them. So we got 45 <gasps> questions oh my from Ryan Laracy and two from somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we got a good mixture of people asking the questions. Oh, gosh. So um, I might just fire a few out there. Sure. Now, most of them are... Are about Timmy. So will, will I have a chance to uh, defend myself? Yeah, but I don't think you have much of a chance to, to defend yourself <laughs> against Sue. Do you want the old truth and nothing but the truth? Yes, please. Oh, That'd okay. be great. And I can handle the truth. Yeah. Now, we have spoken about you on this show, Sue. So you do have a bit of a reputation for being a really, uh, like a, a pro-level uh, card player. So some of the questions mm. are about cards and a okay. lot of the questions are about Timmy. So there's a bit of a mixture in topics. Oh, I don't go much on the pro thing. It, it's okay. more a social thing these days, but I'm still very competitive when I do play cards. I don't let anybody put anything over me. Yeah. Look, you're yeah. humble yeah. about it. it. On, on, on your best day, you can take down you can take down the gangs, no doubt. Can do, but yeah. 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 But it all depends on the cards too. And that's it. Yep. I like it. So mm -hmm. I'll start with a card-related question. Oh, okay. This one's come in from Kate, 
and she said, please tell us about the time you trained Shannon Knoll how to play poker. Oh, that was hilarious. So it's true. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, wow. I didn't yeah. know that. Got the photos to prove it too yeah. still. Yeah, on my screensaver. Um, he he was the ambassador for APL poker in Queensland. Yeah. So uh, in the big um, state finals, they flew him up from New South Wales. Mm. And so the, the tournament director came to me and said, Sue, we're having Shannon Noel there and all the rest of it. Um, will you come and play? play mm. on his table but uh you have to be up on stage okay in front of everybody and i said only if you put me right beside him yes <laughs> and they said okay we'll do that and and so they did yeah. and he said hey right i don't know shit about this what am i doing <laughs> and he's the ambassador for poker <laughs> uh, absolutely and, and he was and so i just gave him a quick rundown and he'd show yeah. me his cards and i'd say fold them or yeah put some chips out or, or what have you <laughs> And we got on great guns, and oh, I still love him to this day. Awesome. He was a down-to-earth guy, and uh, yeah, that was yeah. I got a, a question about Nelsie. So he has a reputation of being a bit of a party animal. Was he on good behaviour that day? Yeah, yeah, he was. We're, we're talking about fifteen years ago. Um, oh yeah, when I when I did that stint on on stage. Yeah, uh, on the it was a um, a table you know that everybody could see up on mm. stage and and uh, he he was the person who you know the the representative of Australian Poker League and and um, on show for everybody and Love I that. was up there beside him he was a yeah, cutie cool. he was a cutie I can tell you <laughs> I'm so happy to hear that one's true when Kate sent that through I was like she's stitching hello me Kate up. <laughs> hi Kate no that's true yeah awesome. Um, the next one has come in from Yarp, and Yarp has said, uh, or Yarp has asked, what were the first signs that Timmy was slow and going to be held back a year? <laughs> late potty training. <laughs> yeah, but was that because you trained me late? Are you trying so, to so on is her? this you, your fault? You, you just didn't get the gist of it, sweet pea. <laughs> So, so what? I just shat myself. No, no, but he, no, but he was a December baby too. So he was a year younger than everybody uh, that yeah. was going to go Except into the Except for the, the next kids year. in September and October and November no, that yeah. didn't get held back. Yeah. They were only yeah. one or two months older. So, than so the teacher, the teacher actually came to me and said, "Sue, Tim's not ready for school yet. He needs to have another year." Look at in, him. In look at him, Sue. So, <laughs> And, and look, look how he turned out. He needed that extra year in preschool, didn't he? <laughs> yep, I love it. Uh, we've got a couple more gambling ones. Uh, Caro has asked, any tips for punters? I guess this is people that are wanting to get into competitive card playing. Any tips for the punters on how to make your adult diaper go the distance during a poker game? <laughs> Have you known anyone in the games to, to dabble in those? No, <laughs> not really. Not that I know of. It's not. It's not a conspicuous thing that you, yeah. that you see. Yeah. Okay. I think at an international level, I, it might be true. It might not be. But I think at an international level, there's some players that <laughs> they invest. <laughs> they invest in high durable adult diapers so they don't have to. No, leave. because you get a break every two hours. 
And if you can't ah. hold the bladder for two hours, there's a problem. So, I see. So every they never two, show that on the, on the TV. Yeah, yeah. So. Every two hours you get a 15-minute break, toilet yeah. break, and, and off you go. Okay, yeah. yeah. All right. Maybe it's just maybe that one might be a rumour. Uh, this one is about Timmy again. Um, and Sudzi asks, "Did Timmy? where did Timmy get his laugh from? Was it from you? Definitely not. It were, it's, a, it's a bit of a Colin trait, his, his dad, mm-hmm. although Colin's wasn't quite as loud and long as Tim's goes for. <laughs> but was he, but his, his, so mine, I guess, is the way it is because it's an inhale rather than most people's laughs yeah, is, is an exhale, right? Uh, Are you, you're an exhale. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. I pointed at Cam then. Yeah, um, yeah. Cam's you're an exhale, but I, yeah, because Dad was, I think he was uh, inhale as well. Yes, just sucking, sucking yeah. in, sucking yeah. in the laughter. Yeah, but it, it it was a great gutsy laugh that he had, mm. and and Tim's got one of those too, and and it just fills me with with glee to to hear it. It really yeah. does. It's infectious. That's yeah. nice. it is. Yeah, yeah, it's lovely to hear. That's awesome. Um, that's pretty much it. Everything oh, else is great. kind of yeah. <laughs> you're, in the, you're in the clear. Was that better or worse than you were expecting? No, no, that, that's fine. When you said forty something questions about Tim, I'm thought, oh God, what what else is there that I have to expose about him? I, I didn't want to go down that road. When you, I'll ask a question there. Yeah. What what are the things that you thought? Oh no, I'm going to have to expose these things. Oh look, his years between eighteen mm. and twenty-one, I want to erase from my memory some of the things. Yeah, really? Oh, yeah. Any illegal stuff? All illegal. <laughs> <I think. laughs> and here I thought I was doing a great job as as a mother, and mm. and then he went to to live in his own house, which was pit. called the death pit. Yes, yeah. it's renowned. Um, and the things that go on there, I, I'm still hearing about them, and I just mm. have to, you know, just block my ears. So it, it was that. known around the neighbourhood for <laughs> yeah. sure that house, and uh, like he, oh, it was how long after Mum was people still beeping the horn and yelling out "death pit" as they were going past the. the <laughs> well, well, the funny thing is, a friend of mine bought the house. Oh, uh, did they know uh, about Tim? the history? No, 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 no. <laughs> and and they put some of their friends. In the house, yeah, yeah, to rent it. They they bought it as an investment house, mm. and I think they're still pipping as they go past. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, absolutely. It's a beat, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still looking good. That house, it really is. Yeah, yeah. but uh, I mean, oh, he had a friend called Kev McCarthy, and these two, they were oh. depraved. No, 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 no. It started at school. Okay. You know, sitting in the principal's office or, you know, they were grounded for a week in the, in this room mm. because they were they were caught drunk at the school social dance, right? So the next week they got sent into the boardroom <laughs> next to the school secretary, right? But in what they did was in this boardroom there was leftover alcohol from staff drinks and Timmy. this was looking at them the whole time. And so I, we're there for a week and there is a there is like a uh, a huge chest full of a loose booze. <laughs> so like not even the same kind of booze. Like I'm talking there's probably about one of everything. Yeah, there's probably about thirty different uh, pre mixed beers, all this thing, all loose in this big, big booze chest. Yeah. We're in this room because we're 
we're in trouble for boozing. <laughs> Locked in with the temptation, best, the most temptation. variety of booze. <laughs> <laughs> and and we, we just had all these thoughts about it. We just go, we and Kev, we're talking there, and, and we'd go back and forth, be like, no, nah, this is a test, man. Yeah. This is some kind of test. And we'd be like, there's no way that they know exactly how many of each drink is in this chest. <laughs> yeah. No possible way. And this went on for about a week, but we, look, we didn't, we didn't take any of the teachers booze yeah. we decided we decided to cut our losses and and uh just get our older brothers to buy it instead so tim <laughs> tim's last year at school with mm. he and kev they were just oh, they were wonderful friends but they were just oh god got into trouble all the time but tim didn't go to school to learn mm. tim went there to sort out his social life yeah you know for the weekend kind of thing yep yeah, and I can't remember what his OP score was. It wasn't about the OP. It was <laughs> he came out of grade twelve, loved. He he was a he was a uh, house captain, and all the little fellas from grade five up, they just loved him. Mm. He had he came out with a wealth of friends that are still friends now and yeah. will be friends for life. Yep. Including Kev, and, <laughs> and who, who who actually has my face tattooed on his ass? Oh, that's True. another story. Yeah, absolutely. Oh gosh, and and uh, yeah, poor old cat. She's got to live the rest of her life looking at that. And, <laughs> and uh, I, yeah, grade twelve was a wonderful year for him. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's. That's your story from everything as far back as I know, Timmy. Um, this bond that you have with people where it's almost like you don't need money. You're like, ah, I don't have money. I've got a friendship of some sort or a connection <laughs> of some sort. Do you know about the chicken shop that he worked in where he would pop in on his days off and just help himself to the food? His Brodie's. <laughs> yeah. That was the shop that I was told never, ever send the food back. Oh, how come? Oh. Uh, because what they did to it out the back and when they oh, brought it back out to serve to the person who complained about it. Maybe but that's I didn't why you made your own food at that place, Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, other, the other thing too, like this is back in the, this is back in, uh, you know, two th- the, the 2000, I was year nine when I started there, so it would have been 2002 or something like that. And I worked there um, all my last four years of high school. Mm. And uh, it was, a, it was a wild, when I look back on it now, it was a wild time because the guys that were running the joint there, they were 19 and 20 mm. years old. And yeah. every everyone that was there, like the oldest person there was like a 19, 20 year old. Yeah. And um, that was that was running the running the chicken burger shop. Yeah. And um, some debaucherous shit happened in cool rooms and storerooms. Oh, and really? With staff members. It, it was great. But if we, <laughs> if we went out, but, you, you know, if we went out as a family for, mm. for dinner somewhere, mm. um my husband and I, Colin and I and, the, and Ben and Tim, if we went out to a restaurant and I said, oh, this isn't cooked or something or other, Tim Tim would just go into a meltdown. Do not send it back. You cannot complain about it. Because thought it was it. like Brody's. Yeah. I thought everywhere that you said yeah. something. He like thought that. that everywhere was like that. I was not allowed to complain about the food. Otherwise, they will spit on it or throw it on the floor and dance on it and then put it back on the plate and send it back out again. Oh, so I was so never allowed to complain about the food in any restaurant that we went to. It is a safe rule. I'm just, with you, Timmy. It's a safe rule. Look, I... 
I do. I think that if if it's if it's meat and it's not cooked properly, like if you get chicken and it's raw chicken, mm. you should send that back because otherwise you're going to get salmonella poisoning. However, mm. anything else, you just get it there. You worked at a yeah. chicken shop. If it's sent back, it <laughs> no you no shouldn't it, dance on it. Here, here was the thing: we got it sent back because it was like it was always like little. It was like little things like the oh, okay. they, they 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 just like thought it was a little too dry or a little too. Uh, it wasn't yeah. that it wasn't cooked properly. And and yeah, I saw some crazy stuff get done to people's food in the in the in the back the yep. back kitchen area of that place. It was great. Amazing. We used to oh, we used to do, uh, we used to go to war with the, the I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast, but we used to go to war with the uh, uh, the Eagle Boys Pizza Place that was yeah. right next mm. door to us too, and uh, we didn't get along with them. And one night we went and got uh, we got a bunch of raw chicken, and they had a uh, like a air vent on the top of the on the top of the Eagle Boys, yeah. and we stuffed raw chicken down oh, there. God. We got raw chicken. <laughs> We got it down their air vents. So they had rotting raw chicken in the room oh, of right. the Eagle Boys. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, God. I am interested. So I know you're not going to be for the, here for the whole episode, but I am interested in childhood, Timmy, because I've had the pleasure of knowing Timmy like eight years, I think, now, Timmy. Mm-hmm. But a little I, longer, I, I about, wanna... uh, um, uh, about nine and a half years now. True. Mm-hmm. Nearly at the decade. He's mm-hmm. been down here 10 years. Yep. Yeah, it'll be 10 then. Yeah, close to 10. Yeah. Um, I'm interested in young Timmy, like, was he, like, same sort of long hair, same laugh when he was around, like, when he was under 10? What was childhood Timmy like? I've got a good picture of teenage Timmy. He he was always fun to be around and he was everyone's friend. Mm. He really was, yeah. Yeah. And, and... He he was just a magnet, you know, to to other people. We we lived in a in a cul-de-sac, and the kids in the cul-de-sac would come over to our place and say, "Is Timmy allowed to come out and play?" And Tim would be the instigator of the games, what we're going to play today, and all this sort of stuff. So, yeah, he he was he was very much loved, and he had lots of friends, and and um, it's still like that to it this is, day. Yeah, I've Look, been to. A couple of games days that you organised. The um, <laughs> what are the ones where we go around like and people like this made love next to the Yarra? What was that game? Made love. <laughs> That's the, there was it was not making love. It was it was gross sexual intercourse next to the Yarra. So it was like a so amazing race. Uh, it was a scavenger hunt where yeah. there was a list of a of a of a hundred uh, activities, all with a different score next to them you some made them were, this up yeah and some and, of them were very adult activities yeah and and um it stopped because we did it a second time and it got onto uh, a quite a quite a well-known um melbourne uh, uh facebook group that was uh bartenders of melbourne oh. and someone had left the list uh, of things at at a bar, and then they took a photo of oh. the list and posted it. And there was some things on there that if you did them, I'm doing the quotation things with my hands. If if anybody did them, mm. against the law, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. oh God, that's amazing. But yeah. yeah, no. Back to back to what you were saying before, Mum and Cam. I had and I and I say this to this day, like mm. I had a perfect upbringing i really i really did because we we didn't do things where you know we were always going away on or or doing like lavish living and stuff like that but it was always camping with a big extended family camping with like a good group of like family friends and stuff like all yeah that's surprising if i think back to the time we camped together the state of the tent (laughs) dude camo it was was just um canvas on the ground so no 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 (laughs) 
It, it, when when I downsized a, a couple of years ago, I, I went into the garage and there were ten tents mm. because we started with a, a, a little um, a little tent and we took our eldest son camping at uh, five weeks of age. Mm-hmm. So we're campers from way back, but my husband kept on finding a better tent and a better tent. But he couldn't give away the other tents just in case he found yeah. somebody who wanted to come along camping and show them how to have a good time. Nice. So there were there were ten tents that we had to get. So. I mean, they have been camping all their lives and yep. so I know that Tim knows how to put up a tent and, and camp properly. Yeah, just chooses not to. But chooses not to, <laughs> yeah. yes, yeah. And the mess that's in the camp is is not our – that's not how I, we raised him yep. to go camping. It was always a very tidy campground. That, I think that, he knew that you wouldn't be – coming to that campsite so he just kind he of didn't. let it all hang out i'm sure that he had a clean up too before i came down this weekend yeah uh, this oh, absolutely week as well I, I have a question for you mum yeah mm. here's a question for you and this relates back to the camping thing as well to what we we're just talking about that when did you and dad realize that i had a a love of something that that you know you and ben my brother uh, and and dad didn't really have which was a love of chaos when did when was was that was that early early on i thought you were going to say comedy <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> well chaos i don't know that there was chaos because of a morning you were sort of in timmy time getting ready for school and and everything like that you can't you couldn't be rushed mm. um and he would you'd go into his bedroom and be just looking out the window at the birds or <laughs> i've something seen like that version of him have you yeah, absolutely he brushes his teeth he actually doesn't respond to you i'll be like timmy we're doing this today when i've been at meredith on a an- festival with on him and he's just like planet. staring out into staring through to yep. the abyss yep yeah. On another planet altogether. Yeah. And, and uh, he, he was like that. But I must say, I, you know how Tim's doing screenwriting now? Yeah. Back in primary school, I sort of knew that, that he had this ability because mm. the teacher on the parent-teacher night, they w- would say, Tim's really good at storytelling and we've, we've – you have to do a story on something mm. and Tim would really look outside the box and have some obscure story that he had done. We called them compositions back in those days. Yeah. And the teacher would say, Tim, do you mind if I read this out to the rest of the class because it's oh. so good? So that went back to primary school when, yeah. when he had had that knack of, of great storytelling. He really yeah. did, and and it's carried on through to this day. He still tells a great story. Yeah, yeah he's got the gift. He's got the gift, absolutely. Yeah. Well, Mum, I love you. I, I love do you too, mate. And it's been awesome having you on the on the podcast for 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 the first time. And look, <clears throat> next time you're in Melbourne, we'll do it again for sure. Sure, but I think I've let go of all the secrets that everybody wants to know of now. <laughs> Most of them anyway. I, yeah. think, I think there's still a few more He'll in create the bag. some new ones between now and then. <laughs> I can be bribed. I'm just saying, just saying, can be bribed. It's been lovely being here with you too and it's lovely to see you again, Cam. Great I, I haven't seen you for a few years yeah. since before COVID and I thought of all of your friends down here in Melbourne many times because you're in the mo- most lockdown city in the world. And and I I did 
care for your well-being and and hope that you're all doing okay but Tim and Shell kept telling me that you you were and and I think that you have got the loveliest bunch of friends down here that mm. look out for each other and if you thought that somebody was doing it hard you just arrive on their doorstep with you know a bundle of 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 love and groceries and and mm. what have you just to let you know that people are looking out for you and and it was heartening to to hear those mm. stories that that you're all doing okay and looking out so um i'm looking forward to catching up with everybody who i haven't caught up with for the last three years yep and thanks for having me oh it was a pleasure thank you so much so okay catch you next nine. time guys see you okay that was nice. That was real nice, man. That was that was that was actually uh, uh, surprisingly beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I I um I knew I we would roast mom. you, but I didn't know that we were going to have some heartfelt, <laughs> nice moments as well. It was it was great. I don't, and and look, I mean, I feel I got off pretty lightly on the roasting. I've been yeah. like, I've been, ro- I wouldn't even call it a roasting because I've been, oh, I've been roasted before. <laughs> I've been roasted before. That that wasn't that wasn't even close. Yeah, yeah, it was great having her on, and we should have her on more regularly. Like when she's here, or if we're back in Brisbane again. Well, that was a because of COVID and whatnot. That was uh, her first time in Melbourne in three years. Yeah. So true. so um um I think it'll be a lot more regular. But yeah, definitely definitely keen to to have her on again. No doubt. Yeah, bro. How was your... We haven't done an episode, I think, since... This is our first episode for the year. Yeah. Welcome to 2023. Was ha- it a good... Happy New Year to everybody. Yeah. Was it a good break for you? It was good, man. I had a good time. I had a good time. We did um, uh, our friend, so uh, Fat Boy Slim. Your was, friend, Fat Boy Slim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've heard of him. Well, I don't know Fat Boy Slim, <laughs> but Fat Boy Slim, yeah. he was meant to uh, bring in the new year after Arctic Monkeys at Falls Festival, which mm. because of, I think it was because of flooding and stuff this year, was held at uh, My Music Bowl, Botanical Gardens uh, in the yeah. city. And, um, and our friend Gaz, part of half of Yacht Club DJs, yeah. he... Him, him, and uh, and 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 his buddy got asked to do do that set straight True. after Arctic Monkeys. So they had the Fat Boy Slim slot. Yeah. Whoa, that's yeah. huge. Because I saw footage of it. I didn't realize that that's the that's the headline act. Yeah. <laughs> Good on them. <laughs> it was it was really cool, man. It was really cool, and and so so he hit us up and was like, hey, we got some got some VIP tickets yeah. and. Did and, they um, still treat it like a festival? Like, were people sleeping at the Maya Music Bowl? Dude, they had tents in the botanical, yeah. like a camping section in the botanical gardens. We didn't know where it was, but we saw that it was advertised. And so they just would have had, like, chicken wire around that I section. guess so. Botanical gardens is actually quite a nice outdoor area compared to, like, farmy outdoor areas. Yeah, oh, for sure. Oh, like, the, the, like the grass that you're camping on and yeah. stuff? Yeah, real nice. But also, it's like... And... and, and and to be honest, out of the gardens in Melbourne, mm. I would say that if I was going to camp in any of them, that one's high on the list. Yeah, yeah. Like with 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 like uh, safety and and yeah. and shadiness. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, it was good, man. It was really fun. And then um, and then went camping cool. for for a couple of days afterwards, and and had a real had a real good time. How was your New Year's? Uh, actual New Year's, I think I was probably in bed by like 11 after playing PlayStation <laughs> for three hours. And I was, and I don't regret it. <laughs> I liked it. Um, the Christmas break was good. I was in Hawke's Bay for all of it this time. I did one night in Wellington and stayed with my brother, but got to see 
pretty much my whole family, all my siblings, and um, yeah, it was great. Yeah, nice one, dude. Yeah. Did you run run into a uh, a a ex podcasting buddy, uh, old yard Badlands, while you were there? Not this time, no. Oh. Yeah, was planning to, but then it just got real busy, and I put on a couple of gigs, like played a couple of gigs. But it just didn't work out that he was able to come or that we were able to catch up. Well, he spends a lot of time um, eavesdropping and uh, spying on people in bushes and to, to, to the point where he's gotten uh, very clinical about his schedule when he uh, does said eavesdropping. Yeah. And um, and so, because I've, I've, I've hit him up before, I'm like, oh, you want to catch up like, mm. online, have a video chat, whatever? He goes, no, I can't. I'm serious about about my eavesdropping. Yeah, and um, and would you, would you call it? Sp- I don't know, spying. Spying. Yeah. Is it physical spying? Like he's in, he's just like meters away from these people. Oh yeah, he's there for the thrill. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's not like online internet spying. Oh no, 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 no. He definitely, he's he's definitely. But I think he works out in certain ways where he knows where the lines are, right? So he wouldn't just go into someone's backyard. He would find a backyard that maybe has a pathway going oh, yeah. behind it and a low lying fence. And walk a paper mache dog, or do something that looks like <laughs> looks like from a distance he looks all good. <laughs> you know, so that nobody thinks anything. <laughs> um, all right, I got a, a news story for you, Timmy. Mm-hmm. A lawyer with eighteen months' experience has been denied practicing solo. So this lawyer uh he's he studied he what do you call it he went to the bar or whatever where you get your certificate to be able to do it past the bar is that what they got achieved it or went under it no it must be (laughs) must be past it i think yeah i think you have to pass the bar i think the bar is the name of the exam and then if you pass the bar you pass the exam they should call it an exam yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's confusing for us um his name is Hierophantic, Harlequinesque, human. And he did 18 months of um, of law work and then he took like a seven-year break and then yep. he was like, okay, I want to get back into being a lawyer again. And the people that run the bar, they're like, nope, you're out of practice and you're not, you won't be good enough because you've got to be, you got to be always um, doing doing your thing. Right. It's like if, if I stopped doing social media as a job, I went and worked somewhere else, like, um, I don't know, like being a plumber. And then I came back and I was like, I want to do social media. And they're like, no, because you've only been thinking about plumbing for seven years. Right, right. Or, so, or if you were like a lifesaver and then you took like five years off being a lifesaver <laughs> at the beach and then you just like want to come back and jump in the water, they'd be like, no, 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 no. Yeah. So the the thing that kind of intrigued me about this um, this guy, if you have a look at, if you just have a look at your Facebook messages, I've just sent you a... Oh, yeah. Just sent you a link. Mm-hmm. So this is a video of the guy. His name is Hierophantic Harlequinesque Human. Right. And if you can just press play and describe the the guy that we're talking about. Okay. Has it got volume? Uh, I haven't watched it with volume, so I don't think it matters either way. Oh. I'd crank it up if there's something there. Okay, so it's a dude wearing a um, it, look. He does have like a lawyer's um, sort of uh, costume on. Would you call it a lawyer's costume? Uh, like robes. Robe. He's got yeah. yeah. So he's got the lawyer's robes on, but he also has some kind of mask that I assume someone would wear when they're going around doing some murdering. <laughs> and uh, and he's running on treadmills, lifting uh, dumbbells, and get is is he what's he what is he like going through like a schedule? 
I I don't know. I watched it and and I I wasn't able to, I can't tell what he's doing in those moments, but I know he's lifting weights in some of the moments. I just sent you another photo of him. Uh, Um, What is this dude's name? Like what is his like what is his like sorry what is is his first name? Can you say it slower? Hierophantic. So his first name is Hiro. Hierophantic oh, is one word. Hierophantic is one word. Okay, yeah. and then what's the rest of his name? His middle name's Harlequinesque, and his last name's Human. So okay. Mr. Hume, you could call him Mr. Human. Oh yeah, cool, cool, cool. Um, so yeah, and then the photo that they've used with the headline. Like the, <laughs> um, so when you read the story, it's all about a lawyer who's wanting to get back into lawyer, law. And if you just heard that, you'd be like, "Why is Cam even? Why is he even talking about this law story on the Charging Stallion podcast?" But to me, it's the photo. If you can describe the photo of him. Uh, so the photo is, is is he wearing? I, look, okay. Before before I get into shade and stuff here, is that a mask? That he is wearing because I don't want to shade somebody if they've gone through some sort of like forest fire or been through like <laughs> or been like rolled around in broken glass or something. Like you're going through exactly the steps that I went through when I read that, <laughs> and it's so refreshing to not be the person going through it. So you're worried to even describe it because you're like it might be inappropriate of me to say anything. If that's his actual face, then. <laughs> Fuck life's life's tough sometimes, man. Okay, so you know life's you not it? life's not easy for everybody. You know, <laughs> how would you describe it for our listener? Oh, bro. Okay, so it it looks like, and now the mask or face or whatever's on, it looks like um, someone went to Thailand. Yep, and they uh, were like, "Oh, I'm here for like a uh, Botox injections and some cosmetic surgery," and then they went in and they said, "Oh, it's going to be ten grand," but they only brought like five hundred bucks. And then they were, as they were walking out, they went down like a back alleyway, and there was this guy there, and he's just like, "What do you got? Like, I can yeah. I can give you what you need." And then he went in there, and then went out, and just just it doesn't look good. It's an intriguing face. Isn't it's it? an intriguing face. Look, I it's it 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 scares me a little bit. Should we? <laughs> Chat to him. Yeah, chuck him on. All right, let's give him a call. I'm not going to insult the man. Hello, how are you going? Welcome to the show. Lovely to meet you. Now, I'm, I am doing this interview just on a phone, so I'm sorry for how close my face is to the phone, but I'm Cam. I've been speaking to you on Messenger, and I'm going to show you Timmy, who's the other host. Mr. Human, nice to meet you. Welcome on to the show. Much love. Am I, am I right to... Am I pronouncing Herophantic? Is that the best name to call you, Herophantic? Yeah, I'm as, uh, my legal name. Yep. It's Hierophantic Harlequinesque Human. Hierophantic. Uh, my preferred okay. name, as I uh, int- introduce myself, is simply Human. Okay, sorry. So um, Human. Yep. So, um, but yeah, Hierophantic is indeed my um my first name. Awesome. Okay, cool. <laughs> and then, um, 
this next period will be quite a challenge, I imagine. What sort of things are you going to be doing outside of work stuff um, that'll keep you busy and keep you happy? Have you got any ideas for what the next project is creatively? Well, basically, uh, as a performance artist, I'm currently known as Litnig. Okay. Um, so I have two um, studio albums, uh, including uh, the latest one. Uh, so it's, uh, the first studio album is called The First Fruits. Yeah. Um, this um, uh, that was from 2018, and just in a recent lockdown, which made uh, great uh, great some international um, notoriety when New Zealand went to lockdown uh, late. 2021. Yeah, I put out neo-Nazi. So essentially, I know exactly. Here's what's happening. Uh, we're putting. Uh, I'll be putting out my second music video called um, Bollywood. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Um, and can people and, look it up on Spotify, um, or where can people hear that music? Yes, I mean uh, it's under Litnik, um, and this is um, across a different p- platforms. But yes, it's under the two albums are uh, in Spotify. L I T T N I T G. I feel um, I feel like I probably am I I probably can't say that name out loud. I feel like as a white guy, it's not right for me. Um, yeah, I, I give you an N word pass, but as someone uh, wrote in cyberspace that is part and parcel hyperspace that narcissist is a new N word. So um, oh, uh, um, as a human, but um, um, oh, I mean, I mean, Kanye West and Jesus walks probably has the best. Um, sometimes I. Nigga, my snatch your necklace. Nigga, my jack your lexus. Uh, but yeah, let's nig. Um, uh, and neglect to me is my little friend. It's an abbreviation for neglect. And um, yeah. Yeah, awesome. Cool. Well, I really appreciate you making the time. Um, I do really hope the best and I hope that this path out of your challenging period is as smooth as possible. But it sounds like you have a really... Um, a really passionate approach and I just wish you all the best and hope that it goes really fast and everybody can listen to your music. Timmy, what's it called? Lit. So yeah, my performance name is Lit Nick, L-I-T-T-N-I-G-G and the album see my CD's concept album is called The First Fruits yes. which ultimately is a very um, it's a high art masterpiece with all humility uh, mm-hmm. with, uh, featuring recorded songs, performance skits a cappella yeah um and yes uh the next uh a uh, uh, most recent album uh it's called neon nazi okay and it has a flagship song which i'm um, called my name is tiger woods yeah um and obviously uh those two uh music videos for my name is tiger woods and um Bollywood yeah is what is coming out so yeah Human. um Human, you are by far the most interesting lawyer that there is. <laughs> I can say that with no doubts in my mind that you are by far the most interesting p- person in that industry. Really appreciate you making the time. Have an amazing night and thank you for coming on the show. Cheers, Beyonce. My peace, I leave with you. Much love. See you, human. Here we go. Well. <laughs> <laughs> What you wouldn't be able to uh, see when we were when you were dialing in, you did a video call, and uh, mm. he's he's obviously wearing masks in the in the things. He's a quite a handsome guy. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah. So yeah. the the photos you were describing was it's like a plastic. It almost looks like a mold, like you know the Halloween 
villain, Michael Myers. Mm. It looks like a plastic version of that, but it's painted. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's much better than that human. Like, I know you're going to listen to this and be like, my my work is much better than the Halloween mask, and it is. Look, I know he's going to listen to this episode, and so I want to, before I say anything, I just, I, look, I'm going to be always honest, Yeah. right? I'm going to always be honest. Of course. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit here and knock the guy. I wish him all the best. Yeah. He seems like a nice person that's only out there to do, you know, good things. He doesn't seem the guy that would take advantage of people or anything like mm. that. However... If I'd committed a crime, Cam, all right, I've, I've, I'm, I'm in New Zealand. Yeah, I've committed a crime, and they go, okay, they're going to put you in a put you in a little room, and we, you've got you've got ten ten minutes, mm. and uh, and uh, in this little room, we've got ten minutes, and your lawyer's going to come in, and <laughs> uh, and Mister Human comes comes in, and, and I'm like, I'm fucking scared. I'm in New, I'm in another country. I'm a little worried about what's going to happen to me. Am I going to get put in jail in a in a in a, in a foreign prison? And he comes in, and we have a ten minute conversation. Wearing Look, the mask. Wearing the, no, even without the mask, just here by himself, right? Comes in, ten minute conversation. I'm going to be honest. Mm. I don't know if afterwards I'm going to feel as confident in what my future is going to be. But <laughs> but that doesn't mean that he's not a good lawyer. But I don't know. Be, I don't know his but lawyer it would skills. Be the most entertaining and the least boring conversation that you would have ever had with a lawyer i know that i will never speak to another lawyer who i felt so like entertained by look i think he's an entertaining guy and and i think he's you know what i i think he's very interesting yeah. i think he's a i think he's an enigma there's no doubt about that i think the man is definitely an enigma but i'm gonna i'm i i'm i'm gonna be real if you were mm. if you if you had a heart cyst right you had yeah. a you had a you had a big big growing boil on your heart yeah and you got two surgeons come in you had one guy that was just a normal a normal guy or girl come in just a normal person and then him you, I'm not going to get that guy to operate me on me. I'm not going to get that guy to represent me in court when my life's on the line. And look, if, if he's like, okay, if, if, if people choose to get Mr. Hubert uh, in to represent them, that's fine. I'm, I, I think that, look, I think he should have his, his, his title brought mm. back to him. And I think that if people choose to have someone like human represent him, mm. I think that he should be able to because he did do he did he did pass his exams and he and, yep. and he and he did do all that and I think it's a load of bullshit. However, mm. I don't think he should be representing people that don't have another choice of somebody else to come in and represent them. <laughs> I'm gonna make a pledge. If I get in trouble with the law, <laughs> the next time that I'm in trouble with the law, arrested for anything, yeah. I'm gonna use human. Okay. <laughs> Well, Cam, this podcast's been fun. You know, it's been it's <laughs> it's been real nice being your friend and everything. Are you I, saying I, your goodbyes? Look, I don't. Maybe you need to start a new podcast in jail or something like that because that's where you're gonna be. That's where you're gonna be. <laughs> oh man! All right, I got a story for you, Cam. All right, all right. Uh, a red-faced punter returns chair he stole from Picton Pub after night out. Mm. So a priceless chair stolen from an award-winning Picton pub was returned after the remorseful thief banged on the police's door to return at 7am the following morning. Yeah. Security footage captured outside Seamus' Irish bar in Picton saw two men 
pretended to have a cigarette walking past and then when no one was looking, picked up the chair and ran off. Now, this is a pub that's super, uh, it's got a bunch of awards. It, it got the the uh, the award for uh, the best Irish pub in the Africa, Asia, Middle East and Pacific region. It's <laughs> a very long award, man. <laughs> it's a weird run, eh? Why are they, why are they putting all those regions in one, to, in one award together as well? That really should, puzzles me. Because bottom half sounds too plebish. If they said uh, bottom half of the world... That's like, couldn't they just say the uh, Southern Hemisphere though? Yeah, that I'd love. That's a way better award. I'd love to have that on my wall. Um, the winner of the best Irish pub in the Southern Hemisphere. Well, the other thing too is if you were just like if you were the pub and you were like, oh, we won an award, and your mate was like, what award are you won? It was like, oh, we're the best Irish pub in Africa, Asia, <laughs> Middle East, and the Pacific region. <laughs> It doesn't sound cool. No, it sounds like some random place in Tassie actually has the best pub. So they had to exclude like, yeah. the, or like, I don't know, the Solomon Islands. And they had to be like, well, let's name everything apart from the Solomon Islands. But the funniest thing about this whole thing, right, in this article, they go through and they go, uh, this is this is a, a um, really cherished, it's a priceless chair. Mm. And um, I don't think it is. I think that most chairs have a price. And I think that this chair also has a price. It was one of four chairs at the front of the bar yeah. maybe it's priceless because someone like the, a local sort of sits it on it means a, a lot yeah, it means a lot I don't I think people throw around the, the word priceless sometimes a little bit too easily especially if it's one that you're allowed to sit on I think if there's a price what I think of as priceless is probably like the Mona Lisa and when you yep. have something priceless you lock it behind glass because uh-huh. you can't just have any old random tourist drunkenly sit on it and ash their ciggy on it farting on it yeah like oh th- that's a priceless item let's let everyone sit on it who comes through town but why i chose this article cam was i wanted to uh to segue this into a couple Mm. of things now have you and and if you don't want to incriminate yourself that's fine okay but uh did you when you were in your in in your younger years and living in share houses and Mm. and when i was in my first share house that we discussed earlier satan's death pit (laughs) and uh when i was in satan's death pit we used to uh we used to steal some things to 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 put in the put in the death pit we'd go to sizzler and we'd we'd steal cups and forks Mm. and plates and those sorts of things we'd we'd, uh one time we uh my friends i was really into and still am into ufc and there was a there was a, uh, a a a life size cutout of a UFC fighter known as uh, George Saint Pierre. Okay, and um, is and he a footy a footy player? No, he's a an MMA fighter. Okay, yeah, yep, yep, yep. And um, and he uh, it was this big life size cutout at the pub, yeah. and my friends actually stole it. Mm. They got chased by security, almost beaten up for this piece of cardboard. <laughs> And then we had it at the house, and as he went down the uh, main stairs, down to go out the door, George Saint Pierre would, uh, yes. would would look would, would would look out to you, looked out at you, and guide you guide you out onto the street. Nice. We uh, and uh, and then we also got our hands on a Sophie Monk. Do you know who Sophie Monk is? Yeah. So we got a Sophie Monk cut out, and what we used to do was when we had a when we had a party or we had drinks on the on the front lawn, mm. we'd get George Saint Pierre, we'd get Sophie Monk, we'd bring them out onto the front lawn and yeah. uh, and 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 have a party with them amazing who lasted the longest um i think george saint pierre did yeah i think but he's a trained fighter so that only makes, that makes sense. sense yeah 
And Sophie Monk, how did she crumble? Did the head get knocked off? I think something along those lines. Maybe someone was a little too physical with the uh, with the with the with the Sophie. People the punch Sophie those at parties. Like if there's a cutout at a party, <laughs> yeah. it's pretty rare that it gets to the next day without not missing a head. And I've just most of the time I've seen cutouts in share houses. You look at the back of them, the white side, and they're taped. The heads taped oh, on because yeah. someone's punched the head off. <laughs> But we, um, so we had the last time they were ever in the front yard mm. was, so at Satan's death pit, there was only one, there was one rule. There mm. was only one rule and it was no front yard parties. Yeah. And the reason there was no front yard parties allowed was because we had a, a debaucherous party yeah. in the front yard and, and it started just pretty innocently in the after, in the afternoon and we're having drinks in the front yard and we're on a main strip in, 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 in Brackenridge. Yeah. And, uh, and just as the night goes, as the afternoon goes by, random people walking past just start joining the mm. joining the party. My friend uh, Chris shoots my car with a sh- with a spud gun. <laughs> a, uh, a did you have a potato Those are cannon? Powerful. Those are quite powerful. Dude left a huge dent in the in, yeah. in, in the side in the in the side of my car. Um, but the real catalyst for why we didn't have any more front yard parties was because as the night went on, there was just maybe like. Oh, 30 or 40 people there that we mm. didn't know oh, in the wow. front yard, right? And uh, and as we're sort of partying and, and, and having a good time, we're like 21, 22 at the time. Yeah. And there's these girls that my mates uh, are talking to and then um, I'm talking to one of their friends, he's a dude, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, you know, like, da-da-da-da, how's, like, do you live the area? Da-da. And yeah. uh, turns out that they were like 15 years old oh. and i look across <laughs> at my mate about to go to prison and he's as he's talking to this 15 year old girl that he thinks is a lot older and i just ran in there and diffused the situation i was like no more front yard parties yeah and um and yeah no statutory rape happened nothing bad happened and um and and we 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 got out of there clean but it's a good outcome but could have gone bad oh yeah could have gone bad he would have needed human and to, <laughs> to represent him <laughs> Um, thinking back to like your past and like your, your hometown and stuff and all those memories, whenever I go back to New Zealand and I'm like visiting Wellington or Hawke's Bay where I spent a lot of my growing up years, it's hard not to get caught in that nostalgia trap where you're Mm -hmm. only thinking about the past. Like I Mm -hmm. always try to make an effort when I'm there now to like do something that isn't just like mulling over thing memories. Yeah. So like when we played in Wellington, when we played a show in Wellington, it diffused that whole nostalgia trap because it just means like, oh, I'm doing this new thing yeah. rather than like just retreating memories. And in Hawke's Bay, the most recent time was really fun as well because I played two solo shows. That was cool. Um, with Departure Party. So we played with Departure Party in Wellington and Hawke's Bay as well. And JoJo's the man. So that was great. Uh, one thing that I came away from this trip pondering was like a specific memory. One of my best mates in New Zealand, his name's Bevan. And I have a lot of fun memories. He's a legend. I've known him for like nearly 20 years now. Uh, Both were real into punk. Both played in different punk bands growing up. And he used to say stuff that I would be like, oh yeah, that's quite efficient. Or like, that's a bit of a life hack. Like he's always coming up with Mm -hmm. these ideas. And I couldn't remember this one life hack if I had made up the memory or if if I was correctly remembering it. So I gave him a call before to double check whether I had it right or not. I just had a shower. Uh, and when I hopped out of the shower, <laughs> I dried myself off with a towel, um, yeah. uh, but I did it thoroughly. 
<laughs> and I was just, when I got back home to Melbourne from visiting New Zealand, I was thinking about all the good times that we've had and was thinking about um, some, I don't think you gave it to me as advice, but you were just telling me like it was something that you did to save time. Uh, am I right to think that that's something, we're talking like 15 years ago, something you did to save time was get out of the shower and just put your clothes straight on? So, um, like, to be honest, I could probably never do that. Like, clothes don't even go on when you're fully wet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, how, how true is that that memory that I have? Um, I don't dry myself 100% getting out of the shower, that's for sure. So, yeah. there's some, like, validity to what you're saying. To the memory. Um, but, yeah, basically I dry... Just 70-80% and then I'll put my clothes on. Yeah. And is it always the same areas? Like you leave your head sopping wet? Um, it's like my back's always pretty wet still. Yeah. Um, my legs and feet are probably still a bit wet. Okay. Those are kind of uh, hard. They're the hard to reach spots. Yeah, good point, yeah. Yeah. No, but I always dry my hair, dry my legs, dry my top of my legs private parts <laughs> and like kind of across my chest for some reason but maybe not my belly okay yeah so belly back and feet just go into the clothes wet <laughs> <laughs> yeah and truth be told like the distance the time the time between shoes and shower is long enough that it Oh yeah, I just cut that part off. It's, he's, he's trying to justify that <laughs> your feet. <laughs> That's a fucking nuff out of you, mate. That's a fucking nuff out of you, you wet, soaky bastard. <laughs> what do you just reckon? Cut the man off. Do you reckon it? What do you reckon? Is it a life hack or is it um, something that you won't partake in? I can somewhat relate because okay. because I do a thing called a half shower. Ah. Now a half shower is uh, when it's I, I do it when it's really hot. Yeah. And uh, I'll go into the shower and I'll uh, into the bathroom and I'll take off uh, my shirt. I've actually had a half shower with you. Yeah, yeah. And I'll take off my shirt and I'll put my head and like my shoulders, my sort of uh, like sort of nipples up really. Yeah. Um, and I'll put that section under the. So I guess a half shower isn't completely accurate because it it's probably more of like a a a third yeah yeah but i put a third of my body under the shower and then once i do that Mm. i flick my hair around i feel good and then i put my shirt back on yeah true so you're listening to him going yeah he's on to something i mean i would say (laughs) i wouldn't say he's like like you know having like breakthrough (laughs) thoughts I don't think that it's super in like like uh, thoughtful or uh, revolutionary. You don't think other people are going to hear this and be like, okay? I think more than I think that he's not alone out there. There's yeah. so many people out there um, that I reckon there's a lot of people that don't uh, dry themselves properly after after mm. they get out of the shower. I think it's good that he dries his uh, genital yeah regions though because i have to say it's i don't important. think it's super healthy to be walking around with the swamp dick soaking wet yeah mm, i don't i feel like that might cause some sort of uh, uh leave it open to fungal infections or yeah. uh definitely thrush i can imagine like parts of it would go green Ooh. after if you did that every day what gangrene of the penis yeah mm. <laughs> But yeah, it sounds like the parts he leaves to nature, they're not too important. So it's like, whatever, like a little bit of the back, the feet that dry themselves off. Yeah. <laughs> I, reckon it's, I reckon it's a life hack. 
Scarborough's New Year fireworks cancelled to protect Thor the walrus. Cute name for a walrus. Real cute name. So a seaside town's uh, New Year's fireworks were cancelled uh, because of a wandering walrus named Thor. Now, Thor is believed to be uh, an Arctic walrus um, taking a break during a journey north up up to the Arctic. And uh, he's just stopped and he just chills out. Chills out at this little uh, seaside seaside town. What a and legend! What a real legend! Yeah. That is huge too. Yeah. And uh, and so they decided not to have fireworks because they didn't want to chase Thor around. They wanted to uh, they wanted him to enjoy his break on on the way up to up to the Arctic and yeah. uh, and to have a good little rest and a good little time. I like that. I really this story really spoke to me mm. because I feel. There's just something uh, beautiful and great and majestic about any creature, a human, a walrus, a, mm. maybe you might be a a, a, a goose, you yep. might be a uh, you might be a, a mountain lion, you might be a, 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 a fox, you know, just some sort of migrational animal. Yeah, but just doing it by yourself. Uh, doing the journey, going on as OE. Dude, going on a proper journey yeah. by yourself. Yeah. No one else around. It's just you. You're a big, thick, fucking walrus. Thick you're man. in. You're in the middle of the in the middle of the ocean. No one. No, nothing. Nothing in sight. And it's just you. And you're just and you're just rolling that beautiful, thick body up into the Arctic. Yeah. What a journey to be on. Yeah. Imagine how proud he'll feel as well once he's done it. <laughs> he looks. <laughs> he looks real dumb, eh? Oh really? <laughs> yeah. There's a photo of him. <laughs> <laughs> He's nerdy. <laughs> he is. He's quite a nerdy-looking walrus. I do. <clears throat> I do wonder, and, and I don't know much about walruses, mm. but I do wonder if all male walruses go through this. And I could have definitely researched this, but I didn't. No, and I, I wondered. This is what this show was about. <laughs> and uh, if all male walruses go by themselves, or if some do pair up or hang oh, out yeah. and hang out and cruise. And I just want to know what 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 the guys. What's your guess? Um. I reckon that not all walruses do it by themselves. So he had a breakup. I don't reckon that it's even that. Uh, I reckon that other walruses would like to have him around. Okay. I reckon he chooses this life. He made the choice. Yeah. The life of solitude. Older, sometimes older guys do that. They want to go. They want to go solo. They're like, see your family into the wilderness. <laughs> yeah, I'm off. I'm going to London. Have you done any uh, traveling abroad just by yourself? Yeah, I prefer it. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, like, you relate with Thor then a fair bit. Yeah. I'm looking at him going, that's what I would do. Yeah. And I would, and I also would also, I also would have the extended break in the middle because he's, he's halfway there, is he? Um, so Scarborough's in, uh, in England. So and where's he off to? The North Pole. Off to the North Pole. So you, yeah. so yeah, you're not too far. Well, I mean, fucking Vikings did it on boats and shit like that. So I guess it's not too far. Yeah. Oh Yeah. But swimming would be hard. Swimming would be hard, but not hard if you're like uh, if if your body was it. yeah if your body was built for it. And he's a thick boy. Yeah, he's a real thick fucking boy. Yeah, a thick nerd. I do find it like I I I do find it also to use the word majestic again, mm. very majestic when a real thick animal moves really well in the water like a hippo like mm. a hippo dude a hippo if you if you saw a hippo out of water right so you've mm. never seen uh so you've never been to africa let's go back uh, let's do a hypothetical here right mm -hmm. you're a uh you're you're a, you're a traveler in the uh, 1400s oh what did they have they just chucked the sewage into the streets yeah, yeah that all that sort of yeah, stuff yeah. anyway you've gone to africa right yep 
And you're in the uh, you're in the in 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 like the African wilderness. Am I a peasant or am I a rich guy? Um, I mean, you're just an explorer. Uh, got a hat. So you probably need that. You don't have a lot. Yep. I mean, you've got a boat. Yep. And you've ditched the boat now. Now you're on land. Cool. And you've got a uh, a a. You see a bunch a bunch of animals, mm-hmm. right? You see a hippo, but at mm. the time the hippo's on the land. Have you never seen a hippo before? Would you think that that animal would be as great a swimmer as it is? No way. I think it was a cow. I think it was a, a grey cow. Dude, I see him now. Like when you go to the zoo and shit like that, it's so bizarre to me that that yeah. animal and the way in, in which that that animal is shaped, like its body type, yeah. that a hippo can swim as well as it can. I still don't really understand it. They don't yeah. have like a propeller at the back. They don't have fins. They've got like hoof-shaped feet. Yeah, man. Yeah, they're more, yeah they're bovine. They don't <laughs> look like they should be in the water at all. But also, hippos fuck people up. They kill more mm. people in Africa than any other animal. Yeah. Which is fucking crazy when you've got lions and cheetahs and all that sort of shit. Do they chop them or do they, um, what's it called? Do they dice the horn up into uh, Viagra? Do they do that with hippos? Is that, do they do that with the rhino they horn? Do with rhino they? Horns and oh, they true. do it with elephant tusks. Is there anything they snap off? From the hippo? I'm not sure. They got huge fucking teeth and jaws. I don't think people fuck with hippos, dude. They're like, Be- yeah, leave them to it. Well, they're also pack animals too. So uh-huh. if you were going to kill a hippo and then you're going to go in there and like a rhino, you see a lot of the time rhinos, like they're, they're going out on their own, you know yeah. what I mean? Whereas a hippo, you always see in like uh, nature documentaries, it's always a like a, a what is a fleet a of a, a squad of hippos is quite good, eh? <laughs> yeah, you see a squad of hippos and... and I think that if you tried to shoot one or kill one, you how the fuck are you going to go in and get that body? Mm. Unless you just massacred all of them. Yeah. Because that's the one thing Hippo can't defeat is a semi-automatic weapon, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Heaps of men with semi-automatics. Uh, yeah, and you'd need a few. Yeah. You'd need a few. You'd need a squad of dudes to take on the squad of... <laughs> that's squad a of fair fight. <laughs> but no, it does puzzle me. It fucking bizarres me that an animal of that shape can do what it can do. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Have you been aware of Prince Harry's memoir? So, I, 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 I think I know the one thing that everybody is talking about from there, which involves some rooting. Close. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Um, for anyone that doesn't know, he's released a memoir and he did an audiobook version of it as well, Prince Harry. Can, uh, I, can I side note for a second? Yeah. How did he... Prince Harry, you love the Royals, eh? I realized when I prepped this story, I was like, man, I'm always going on about the Royals. And I never thought of myself as somebody who cared. But obviously when stuff pops up, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you like it. Yeah, I, I guess I have to just accept that fact. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so I continue. No, you're right. Um, so Prince Harry's released this memoir. He voiced his own audio book, which normally people don't do, but it makes it much more entertaining that it's him saying all these things. He's getting, well, he's turned into a meme, especially on TikTok, because he's just taken the phrase tell all really literally and he's <laughs> telling lots of secrets that, about, that aren't his secrets. He's like telling oh, all right. the stuff that his family's done. Uh, one of the things that he's talked about is um, Kate, uh, Kate Middleton and Meghan Markle not getting along. And he's like told this really detailed story about how one of them wanted to borrow lip balm off the other one and he's like <laughs> and Kate Middleton made a really disgusted face and uh, M- Meghan Markle 
was upset about it and they spoke about it for one hour on the phone that she had made a disgusted face rather than like just handing her the lip balm who so spoke like, about it on the phone him and her no the two girls the oh, right. Meghan Markle and um, Kate Middleton this clip Fuck of audio that, that I'm going to play is um, this is going viral at the moment on TikTok but this is uh, one of the stories that right. he tells now this is a story of him getting frostbite for some context because you know how he joined the military yeah, for a yeah. while this is um, Prince Harry's frostbite story. My penis was oscillating between extremely sensitive and borderline traumatized. The last place I wanted to be was Frost Nippistan. I'd been trying some home remedies, including one recommended by a friend. She'd urged me to apply Elizabeth Arden cream. My mum used that on her lips. You want me to put that on my todger? It works, Harry. Trust me. I found a tube, and the minute I opened it, the smell transported me through time. I felt as if my mother was right there in the room. And I took a smidge and applied it down there. <laughs> That's fucked up, dude. <laughs> Why? That's fucked up because you don't... Look, you don't talk about rubbing things on your penis and tie it in. With, there was no need to tie it in with his mother's lips. His dead mother's lips. That's fucked up. Yeah, it's a fucked up thing to say. The guy's <laughs> Fucking crazy, bro. Who says when they've got frostbite? I did like that he said, um, uh, what is it? My todger. No, uh, before that, uh, uh, my penis was slightly traumatized. Oh, uh, yeah. Is that what he said? Yeah, I did like that. I do, I do, I do like that he said. He wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Yes, his, penis <laughs> his, his penis was slightly traumatized. But then to go into, and and he didn't need to even mention uh, the, the, the fact that his mother, there's some thoughts that you have, Cam. Mm. That you that you keep inside. You don't put them on an audio book. No, that and you voice. Yes, and and one of those things is that you're thinking about your mother's lips as you're applying cream onto your penis. Yeah, your dead mum too. Yeah, that's fucked up. <laughs> that's real fucked up. Now everyone's been talking about uh, the he said on there or something that he lost his virginity to Liz Hurley. Oh, I haven't heard about that part. Yeah, so he, 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 he who's like a, a famous British... Shane Warne's ex. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, famous. But she, was she an actress as well? Is that how she got Is that Maybe how she, she got did famous? some acting. I thought she was... <clears throat> I thought she was a model. I think that's what she's known for. Right. Yeah. Right. She's a beautiful lady. Yeah. But yeah. Um. Yeah. He. He. Which. 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 I. Which we can't knock because we've got a song called "Goodbye Virginity" <laughs> where we describe how we lost our virginity, and that's on fucking Spotify. So is his story in the same sort of vein is he like making fun of himself i haven't i didn't know until then when you said that uh, he voiced yeah. that that he read his own audio book yeah. that's actually fucking insane that he that, that, that look there's certain things that if you if you're going to write them in a certain way you have to think i'm going to then go and uh, my words are going to be yeah. like my verbal words are going to be tied into to, to what i'm saying because he does inject it with that little bit of drama which i think is hilarious like <laughs> Taking us into the moment. Well, right, like because I'm, I am a, it, and you're right. It is way an audio book is way better if it's a biography, and the person reading it is the person that wrote it. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey, Russell um, Brand. Yeah, yeah, like McConaughey's Red Light, Green Light. I think it was. I, I, uh, yeah. I, 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 um, I listened to that one, and it was, it was just, it's just him telling a lot of different stories of his cool. life, and it's great having him, awesome, having having him actually being the person, yeah, uh, that's 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 telling them. It's fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, but Harry creeped me out, and I, don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I, I think uh, I never had a strong opinion mm. on the guy. Um, I think he's a creep now. 
Yeah, I don't think I'd heard him talk casually, which is maybe part of the reason that this has blown up so much because everyone, we've all seen him on TV walking past a crowd forever, waving and sort of smirking or whatever. But you don't hear him say, oh my todger. <laughs> You've never heard him say that. And so it's like, it really stands out. Had you ever heard anyone use the phrase my todger for, you, for, for their dick before? I had My todger. Oh, I, pro- I probably had. I must have for me to know what he's talking about. Oh, but it's like anything. Like um, you could say, "Oh," and then I applied it on my brisket. <laughs> like you, you know, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's just, it's just, it's just everything about is in context. Yeah, bro. You know what I mean? Like my lemon tree. Yeah. Like in anything, my tea towel, <laughs> fucking anything. And you, in, if it's in that context, you know what that person means. I yeah, never right. heard. I never heard the phrase "todger" before. The first time you've heard it. Yeah, I but, think it's very British. Yeah, it sounds super British. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, that's it for me, man. That's it for me too, man. It's nice to be back. It's yeah. nice to be back. This was a fucking... This, <laughs> this episode took heaps of different fucking turns, eh? Yeah, man. It was all over the place. It started off uh, really heartwarming. Yep. And and uh, nice having my mum my on here. Mum, if you're... I don't know if you would have kept on listening to... <laughs> The rest of this episode, I think she would have fucking, fucking got out of there when human came on. I reckon, but um, I I I, uh, I did I did have a good time as always. And it's yeah. nice to be back. Yeah, bro. Happy New Year to you. Hope you've been safe. Um, send us a message. Come on the show if you want. It's uh, it's good to be back. Oh yeah, everyone's welcome. And and just like Cam said, we we do love the the interaction. Tonight was really good with um with uh, the questions. So I think our next episode will will um almost definitely be having a guest on. Cool. So uh, when we do that, we'll do what yeah. you did tonight, and we'll and and post uh post something online so you can put in some questions for for the guests that we're going to have on the show. I did quite like yeah, that. Yep. Awesome. Sweet man. Do you want to ask Google to play us out? Oi, Google. Hey, Google. Oh, she's real funicky about her pronunciation. Hey, Google. Play us out, would ya? <laughs> Hello, <laughs> copyright infringement. <laughs> feels pretty cool. It feels really fucking cool. <laughs> Fuck, we should, I wish we were at ACDC. <laughs>